Okay, so war, we're told in the Torah that there's really two kinds of wars. There's uh, a, what's called Mechemet Mitzvah, a mitzvah war, or Mechemet Rashut, or a war of, uh, it's, it, it's not a mitzvah, but it, it, it's a neutral kind of neutral war. There's no mitzvah element to it. And uh, the mitzvah kind of wars are wars where either your, your, your existence is under threat, I think like the war that's going on right now in, in so Gaza. Self-defense. Self-defense, and... Uh, or capturing Israel, and uh, Joshua came, and they began a you know three hundred year process of, of capturing the entire Israel. Those are wars that are wars of a mitzvah, and because it's a mitzvah for the Jewish people to to reoccupy their their their, their ancient lands, uh, and therefore during those wars everyone had to join. It doesn't matter if you were like male, female, young, old, everyone had to participate in the war effort. It's kind of like the uh, United States in World War II. Like everything was dedicated to the war effort. Uh, as opposed to um, optional wars, which are wars when a king and the Sanhedrin determined that they want to expand the size of Israel, so if they want to go on a, on a war of, a, of territorial conquest. Uh, those wars are wars where they have to, where, where the soldiers are, you know, just the commissioned soldiers, and anyone who uh, there's lots of loopholes how to get out. That the, the Torah describes exactly the process they would do. They would uh, they would say, okay, who built a house but didn't establish it, or who who got engaged but didn't who got betrothed but didn't get married. They, there's lots of ways to uh, be a draft dodger during wars, or the optional wars. Yeah. It says that to anyone who builds a home but didn't actually start living in it, or anyone who starts who got engaged but didn't get married, anyone who built a vineyard but didn't uh, uh, didn't begin the like the uh, Harvesting, uh, or anyone who has any fear of any sin that they have uh, uh, in their behavior. And the Talmud says that the reason why they ask all these questions is really they don't want sinners. But if you said, uh, <clears throat> all sinners, please uh, get up and leave, I won't say, oh, I'm not getting up. I don't want to say. <laughs> so they say, uh, anyone who built the house, or anyone who got a patrol, or anyone, you know, all these things. They say, oh, and sinners as well. So everyone walks up and everyone assumes, well, this guy must have built the house. It's a way to kind of, uh, you know, save face for the people that, uh, that, that have sins, that they're, that they're scared that their sins uh, will inhibit their, uh, their ability to, to be victorious. And we know that, that, that uh, um, when the times, you know, when the Jewish people were at their spiritual heights, you know, they were the most dominant, you know. King David was just dominant in his, in his wars because that marked the peak and the apex of the Jewish people uh, and, you know, living in Israel as a, as a sovereign nation and, you know, doing what's right and having a, a righteous leader who is also a great warrior. And it's, it was a, it, it, that is what we view, like the times of David and Solomon, as the times where the Jewish people were at their spiritual and physical and, and national peak. So much so that the Talmud says that during the times of, of, of David and Solomon, they didn't accept any converts. They didn't accept any converts. Why so? Because they were scared that everyone was just joining. Because who, who doesn't want to join? They're bandwagon jumpers. That's what, that's what they were scared of. You know, it's maybe there was an uh, insincere conversion. So, uh, so they didn't accept any converts for eighty years. The times of, uh, of the, the reigns of, uh, of David and and Solomon. But those were the those were the times where the Jewish people had kind of everything going for them. Uh, so that's basically wars. There's two kinds of wars uh, during a time where the the the, uh, uh, the, the um, there's a threat to threat to life. Uh, we're told uh, in the in the Shulchan Aruch it talks about uh, if a uh, band of of uh, I 
says a band of Gentiles come and they attack a Jewish city, uh, then all the mitzvahs go out the window. Even if you know you have to do everything to try to, to, to battle back, you can't just sit. You know, we don't believe to go like sheep to the slaughter. You know, uh, it's, it says if it's Shabbos, and even, of course you just you you grab your weapons and you go. Uh, you know. Even if they're only coming to attack you to 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 steal hay, says the Shulchan Aruch. They're coming to attack you to steal hay. You know that they 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 have evil intentions, and if someone resists them taking his property or his assets or his whatever, he, they're going to kill him. So you have to get up in self defense, and you have to do that even if it's Shabbos and even if it's anything. So so yes, so I think it's and and but. On the other hand, we're commanded to not, uh, in, no innocent lives. I'm saying we see that today. It's remarkable. Like if you look at the restraint that the Israeli uh, army is having, it's, 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 it's never, been, never been anything like this. Even the United States, they love talking big, but how many innocent civilians do they kill in Iraq and Afghanistan? Tens of thousands. It's just, oh, oh you, you hit, you know, you pinpoint. There happen to have been thousands of, of rockets in this UN school. Uh, but there were also a few. In, well, what can you do? That's what you know. People die, innocent people die, but it's it's unintended. And in fact, and this, I think, you know, some people say, uh, it's a yow, They're sending rockets. Just carpet bomb them all, right? Blast them back to the Stone Age. And a lot of people have their reaction. Like these people shooting rockets. Imagine if the rockets were raining down on on the Galleria in, in Manhattan or something like that. You know, how would any other country respond? But the Jewish people don't work like that. That's not, that's not the Jewish way of war. We don't believe in uh, in in in, uh, uh, in endangering civilians uh, needlessly. And you look at the Torah. You look how, how the Torah uh, how the Torah instructs the Jewish people to engage in warfare. Now, there are some exceptions. There are some times where they say, "Listen, everyone has to get out, and whoever's not out, uh, they are considered a uh, they are an armed uh, enemy." Uh, but the instructions that we have for war are, are to be as, as... And by the way, if you think of, about a, a document that's thousands of years old, that's also unprecedented. Even the, notion, even the notion of having some sort of integrity during war was unheard of at the times the Torah was written. But that's what, the way we're instructed because we, we're not like everyone else. And even in war, even in times of war, and we're told... There's another commandment to the Torah. It's, it's so bizarre. Like if you, if you listen to it, just the sensitivity... Uh, with the tree, the trees, or or uh, you know, maintaining your own personal dignity, it gives it tells about how someone how you have to make sure if someone has to you go use the restroom, how to make sure that you know you make sure you cover yourself up, and make sure like even at times of war, you're you're instructed at times of war where everyone's scared running for their lives and emotions are, are are sky high. You're told that you still have to maintain your integrity as 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 a human. You're still a human, can't act like an animal. So I, I think that's what's a very timely lesson that we get from Torah. It's the Torah, thousands of years ago, is, 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 is teaching us how to engage in war, and those lessons ring true today, and, and they're part of the fabric of the Jewish people. You know, Israel, Israel's a, you know, somewhat of a mix of a secular religious, but it's still being guided by, by Torah principles and morals. We're not like everyone else. Anyone else? Don't I have to, you know.